So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hooked select on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the ride. Good day, Thomas. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Is this a new intro? Yeah. Is, there, is this a cold open? I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm ready. Yeah, you're supposed to say good day back. Oh, hi. Uh, how's it going, Chris? <laughs> uh, this isn't going very well. Um, I'm good. Uh, this podcast is called Hosers. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth, and uh, this is episode... 68.75 part three <laughs> it's a trilogy now we might get to episode 68 part 69 before carter comes back <laughs> at this rate um, carter if you're listening to this we love yeah you. if you're listening to this Just answer your home. fucking phone when i call you <laughs> is it still posting on ig i don't know if i i don't have ig right now and if i did i'd be furious if he was posting and not answering my phone calls i was i was talking to emily about it and she was just like just repl- just like message him on instagram because that seems like to be the only thing that uh that he's doing yeah. right now I'm like okay that's true like, and i did and then he immediately texted back i'm like oh yeah he's like oh sorry boys i've been really busy mm. doing what <laughs> calling him out Call out, call out. Thirst, yeah, posting thirst traps. I just miss Carter. That's the problem. I'm like a psychotic, like, ex-girlfriend, you know? (laughs) Stalking him. Yeah. Like, you know when you see in, like, movies and TV shows, like, a guy, like, buys girlfriend a phone, and he's like, when I call, you answer. (laughs) That's kind of... Carter has, like... (laughs) That's kind of, like, where I'm at with Carter right now. Oh my god! It is like a theme, though. Like, remember that day that we had in when I was up in Barry? Oh, and for then, the draft, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then like that day we were trying to hang out, and then Carter's like nowhere. And we literally went on like a whole like scavenger hunt trying to find him. Yeah, and Barry went to went to his parents. And house. his dad called me a problematic <laughs> name on the front lawn. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, just a little it bit. was funny though. Um. Yeah, well, that also spawned, like, one of the greatest hoser stories of the woman crashing the uh, the tricycle. Because remember, oh, yeah, that's why that he didn't get back day. to us, because he was, like, dealing with the police <laughs> and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a pretty classic hoser story. I know T.O. loves that story. Yeah. Um, Shout out to T.O. I love T.O. Um, but, yeah, what's new? Speaking of, uh, speaking of T.O.'s, I'm watching the Bruins Blue Jackets game, and... There's a lot of turnovers the Bruins are taking because they're losing a lot. Ooh. Oh, that's uh, that's topical right now. Um, if you want to set this time to set this podcast to a clock, uh, watch the Blue Jackets game from now at ten fifty left in the second period. There you go. There you go. I'll just play by play for the rest of the podcast. But uh, I love that. Yeah, keep us in the yeah. loop. So by the time it posts yeah, okay. later tonight or tomorrow. 
everything will be out in the open. It'll be out of date immediately, like most of our podcasts. No, you know what? Actually, we're like pretty on top of that, I would say. But uh, yeah, there's no like big, and also like we don't record like on a regular basis enough that if like um, if we record it every Monday or something, yeah, like some podcasts do, and then it's like something big happens like Monday afternoon or Tuesday, then they have to wait a whole week. Right. We're just like, okay, we'll just wait or just record whenever we record on our terms when we want to record we will record <laughs> yeah um and that's kind of a freedom that we kind of like having i think i guess we should probably kick things off by talking about seattle because we didn't get a chance to talk about seattle yet oh, yeah. um and, and i mean you and i've talked about it on the phone because i called you uh <laughs> Was it the day of or the day after? I think it was the day after I called you when I was coming back from a hot after. golf tournament I was at. Um, yeah. And here's the thing. I think Seattle nailed it. Uh, I think there is not a single bad thing about what they did, in my opinion, um, in the sense that they have cool jerseys. They've got a cool story. they got a cool... Um, you know they've got kind of like a, a cool vibe to them like a little non-traditional but like still kind of boring it's, traditional in a sense it still it still looks like like i make a team yeah you know, but that's cool me. i think that's cool yeah okay well so here's the thing all these people that are like I, seattle cracking or corny like i told you on the phone like if you're a professional wrestling fan you don't get an opinion on what's corny or not corny. And yes, I'm throwing shade at a few people who I saw on the internet oh. acting like that. And I'm like, bro, you watch AEW, Kenny Omega, you got like a Kenny Omega poster on your wall. And I'm doing like, you know, the gun thing. Like a bullet, wearing a bullet club Yeah, shirt. exactly. You can't wear a bullet club photo in your Twitter avatar and say that the Seattle Kraken are corny, my guy. I'm just saying. Like... <laughs> sorry but like it's just i think it's because we're so used to like this is going way beyond of like what it means to for like symbolism and stuff but like we're used to symbols that like we have context to so they can they just look normal sure but like trying to break it out of context like we like we said on the phone and i saw it on twitter it was like if the canucks were like here today and we're like, as they are, we're like an expansion team. Yeah. It's like, that's a shitty ass logo. It's a fucking sea with a whale coming out of it. Yeah. And they're called the Canucks because they're a Canadian team. Yeah. Like, you know how people would be ragging on that so hard? I just remember when I was a like, kid, that's so cool. I was like, is a Canuck a type of whale? Like, not really <laughs> yeah, knowing because I, know. I was like a dumb kid. But no, I agree. I just. You know, you've got an expansion draft. Like, think about all the hype and excitement there was when Vegas joined the league. Everyone's going to be mad about something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... It's it's frustrating that no one can just be excited about anything. There's always a negative that people want to pick apart. And I'm just like, I'm very over it. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just where I'm at. I think people always will have... Try to think of something different than the consensus. Because I feel like the consensus was... That is a good, they just nailed it, like, top to bottom kind of thing. Like, I do, the one thing that I don't like is their logo, and then others, like, their home jersey isn't, like, super special. Yeah. But maybe it's because I'm just colorblind. Are you actually? So, I'm, like, 
so I'm like colorblind enough that I'm like that type of I don't know. If I don't know the science on this. There's buddy. a name. I don't know if there's a name for it, but the colorblind where you can't see certain like shades of a color. Oh, you hate fun. Yeah. Is that is that? So I like I say like it's like if I'm, if I'm going to a paint store. Yeah. All the like reds I see like maybe six to seven different reds and that's it. Okay. So I can't see like undertones and colors or I don't know. It's so weird. Like you know, the, that like test. I think it's called like the Suzuki test, where it's like those dots. Like a Ryan, of like a Ryan Suzuki test, like whether or not he should have stayed in oh Barry before he got traded to Saginaw. Is that like what you mean? Oh my god, he got traded. Oh my god, dude! I wish you cared about. I'm so... Like, imagine you put half of your like focus interest in like in, like anything. junior hockey, like to just like like something that i like and i can teach you all about okay i'll try maybe i'll try after covid what do you mean you knew he got traded to saginaw did you not i didn't know i don't know the the logo just seems like really simplistic like compared to vegas's expansion logo where you could kind of see that that's more of like a team like that looks more like i don't know if it's the, like more detail or anything but it or like less cartoonish but yeah. I think the Kraken logo just seems too, like... It's less, like, kitschy, kind of. Very... Yeah, yeah I, know I don't know. It's just, like, if it if it had more of, like... I don't know. Like, I'm sure it'll just grow on me. But I think it was Vanessa Jang, that Canucks um, Twitter person. Um, she posted, like, a giant... Like, all 32 logos. And was, like, the they definitely stand out. Like, of just being, like everything just blends in like you know like nhl logos and it's like oh that's weird like it's yeah that looks like you literally went to be a gm create a team and it's like that's your team logo that is like a ram or something or like like a cartoon bull (laughs) it's like oh my god it's just i don't know i don't know what they could have done different i know that there's people actually in that do this for a career and have they've spent like months and months and months probably working on everything about the team graphic wise so yeah i don't know what to say well and there was this like partnership with adidas too right and i know that they had a handle and some of it it's this whole like it's this huge like graphic team that like graduated from the best design schools and like here i am sitting in my underwear johnson sorry larry johnson charlotte hardest jersey was sitting with my dog complaining about the fucking logo (laughs) yeah no i know what you mean i just like i i think sports logos are really cool like i i'm very into that Um, there's a science to it man yeah it's crazy and 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 you know obviously you want the team to be like marketable and and you know all that stuff i'm i'm really excited for the kraken and i do have a half sleeve of a kraken attacking a ship that i got when i was 18 because i was very into like nautical themed tattoos uh so here we are you should uh tweet at them when you when you're back on social media yeah um, and be like i got a kraken tattoo i think i'm i think i'm gonna uh come back on august 1st i've decided oh yeah that's yeah i'm giving up the burner yeah you know what like <laughs> i i will say the best in my opinion but at the same time it can also be a bit of a toxic place uh, is like hockey prospects slash scout Twitter. 
Like, well, I, I think... I avoid that. Yeah, like, I, I love all that stuff, right? Obviously, with my, like, job as a scout and everything else, it's like... Even before I was a scout, it was stuff that I was still super interested in. And, man, let me tell you that I cannot wait for hockey to come back so that I can be out in the rink again. Let me tell you that. Because... That'd be cool, man. Ugh, I'm so looking forward to it, man. And it's great, too, like, just in the sense that um schedule wise you know i i'm I'm gonna be able to to make it work and and get out to as many games as i can and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be cool i'm excited you and me will get to go to arenas and just try different french fries at different arenas find the best i'll uh i'll just annoy every other ojhl scout and be like and tweet it at them i don't think i'll be like oh you could watch a player skate and talk about their angles and shit but can you make a meme in five seconds (laughs) can you make a joke about this player skating i honestly don't think there's a ton of oj scouts uh on on twitter i I know of a few of them um but uh, you'll become one and then i'll have the most followers out of all of them Wow, that's something to work There's probably some. No, I There's think no, there is. I think some like work as maybe consultants or something, and you know. But no, I find the community is either like really, really good, and everybody's like trying to hear each other's opinions, or it's not that, and it's yeah. just like you haven't heard of this guy playing in the Elsvenskin, dude. You didn't know that Moto got regulated? What's it called? Relegated? I said regulated. That's fine. Regulated? You didn't know that Moto got regulated two years ago, dude? What the fuck? You know, like, that kind of stuff I do not have time for, but... There's... What is it? Uh, all I see... Because the people that I do follow are, like, uh, like Will Scouch, J.D. Burke, and, like... Um, Who's the other guy? Fuck. Um, Tony Ferrari? No, he follows me, though. I feel it bad. You should hit him back back with a follow. He's great. Um, Fuck. Yeah, I just big-timed. Yeah, you you really did. That was awkward. I hated that. (laughs) Please tweet him an apology (laughs) ASAP. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Fuck, I'm forgetting. Oh, um, Daniel G. He he writes for Canucks Army and does a lot of cool scouting videos. Um... But he, uh, but like, there's always that, like, quote tweet thread of like, or whatever, like, meme of like, oh, name a player that uh, you think is underrated will be the hidden gem, and it's always like random fucking European names, like Mykov, Burbos. You're like, uh, I'm like, what the fuck? You obviously haven't even seen Casper Samantoval. That's not even (laughs) how you say it, I don't think. But phonetically, that's how I say it. As always with the draft, and you know this, I don't pay attention until, like, a month before, and then I cram, and then I can name, like... Like, I remember being on your couch complaining that the Leafs didn't get fucking, um, that dude in Guelph, uh, that the Habs got. Um, Cam Hillis. Oh, Cam Hillis, It was in the fourth round. I was like, fuck, I love Cam Hillis. He's so sick. (laughs) And then then now he's like, I don't even know where he is, but, like... I just think that, like, there are some really great resources, and anybody I've ever met in that world, like, in real life has always been super friendly and, like, you know, pretty normal and, you know, the type of guy you'd grab a beer with, you know what I mean? But then there's also people on the internet um, who you and I have had lots of dialogue around recently who you've met in real life and they are like the absolute weirdest people on the planet and you're like oh no wonder you have 28,000 twitter followers because you can't hold a conversation in real life so okay I don't know, I don't know, man. live your best life like okay 
whatever yeah, we've, man. we've talked about that a lot so i just think it's like a, a a weird like it's like a weird thing in the sense that like hockey is back which is awesome but then you have all these people like kind of crawling out of the woodwork with like their their like really weird opinions on stuff and everybody is you know a, a bit of a contrarian right so it's tricky oh, like this 100%. like this nick robertson stuff we should we should probably get into the return to play like people that are being like i would rather have pierre engvall in the bottom six than nick robertson and i'm thinking like people pierre, have said that hundred i've seen it uh, and, and you and i've talked about it a lot of times but i feel like there's so much clout chasing on the internet especially leafs twitter in the sense that like some of the takes that come from people I'm convinced that those people don't actually feel that, that way. They just know that oh, someone's going to scroll and be like favorite or someone's going to retweet it because it's like some hot take or whatever. It's something, it's something different. Yeah, exactly. And like was... if if you're somebody that believes that Pierre Engvall should be in over Nick Robertson, yeah. you're and like, like I as someone I like can't help you with some, that opinion. <laughs> some people might some people might be listening to this and like yelling at me because I've definitely done that. And I'm guilty of it. Yeah, but you're like, at least self-aware enough because Carter and I will make fun of you about but, it. But now I am. Now I am. There you go. Like, I've said some shit of just, like, in the moment of just, like, something's going on. Yeah. Oh, all these people, I see all the same opinions scrolling. Let me say something different. Yeah. Like, I, I've had that mindset. And it's just, like, And you've had your fair share shitty. of people call you out on that. Not Yeah, and, and, I've, and, and I've and accepted that I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up, and I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like, and that's, like, a real kind of thing of, like, going through social media and, like, whatever. But, uh, man, it's just, yeah, back to the Dick Robertson thing because that's kind of... Yeah, we should we should off, dig but, yeah. in only because I just, I don't, you know, I followed Nick Robertson very closely the last few years. Like, not this, this where, year. Where he plays AAA, bro? Where he plays AAA? Where, well, I bro? know that he AP'd bro, for, he the, uh, for the... Um, North York Rangers in the OJHL. Bro, thank you very bro, much. Bro, when's his birthday? When's his birthday? September 11th, 2001. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking right. It is because he was born on 9 11. I actually no, know I, that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew that as soon as he, dro- he just drafted. Oh, God. I think it was John Steitzer had like a field day with it. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's wild, <laughs> man. I remember, like, let's not get into the 9 11 talk, but um, yeah, like. I guess what I was trying to say with the social media stuff is that, like, now that hockey's back, all the hot takes are flying, and it's it's a little much at times. But, um, yeah, like, how did, how did you feel about it? Maybe we could start with some of the games that have already happened. So, obviously, Return to Play was on Tuesday. No, uh, no I want to talk about the Engvall over... You know, we'll get to that. It. Did you get oh, to watch the Flyers God. and Penguins game, though? Yeah, oh yeah. Of course, it was the first game. Yeah, let's just go through a few like of the turn, games. We'll make, our, we'll make our way to the Nick Robertson stuff. Okay, okay. Did you watch that uh, game? Yes. What did you think of that? Flyers are going to win the cup. Dude, the Flyers <laughs> were so good. <laughs> like, straight up. Like Don't you think? Yeah, I, I, I watched them a lot just because I kind of, like, joined a lot of, like, I don't know, random, like, mutuals on Twitter yeah. that are a lot of Flyers fans, so I'm like... I'm going to watch this team. Wow, so you're going, not, to, you're going to SB Nation. Not, is this your announcement? <laughs> yeah, Broad Street Bullies. <laughs> Broad Street Bullies, there it is. Um, but uh, what, what was I fucking saying? And I'm not saying that I am the reason that uh, the Flyers are winning because I started watching them this year. 
but <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, maybe. Um, no, but I think they've just looked really good. Like I think so I, too. I've always had a soft spot for the Flyers ever since like I really liked them when they had like a little mini rivalry with the Leafs. Yeah, like those first round playoff series. Like, uh, I don't even want to know the year. Like, 2008, nine or something? Yeah, there was... It was, like, Sundin's, like... The late yeah. little bit there, yeah. An- the Antropov years. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, oh, my God. Uh, but there... Yeah, I've just had a soft spot for, like, Philly sports in general, just because I've always, like... I don't know. Like, we kind of talked about being, like, hardcore kids. You just want to f- see people fuck each other up. Okay. I don't remember saying that, but okay. <laughs> but like, just like that hard attitude of like, we're outsiders, fuck you, kind of like, and that's all Philly. I got like some very like negative memories of hurting myself in Philly. Um, did I ever <laughs> tell you the story about how I got a staph no. infection in, in Philly? <laughs> no. Dude, this is a crazy story. So okay. Robin and I had, had just started dating and... Um, you know, some of the, some of like the boys that, uh, I, I grew up with, like Craig, I know will, will love this story cause he was there. So we were at a hardcore festival. This is hardcore. You've probably heard of it in Philadelphia. And we used to roll like pretty big group every year we used to go and we're leaving the venue and we're walking back to our hotel. And, um, there was, there was a, a lady that like, she may have had some mental health stuff going on in retrospect, but back then we were just like oh she's like a crazy homeless lady right and obviously i don't mm-hmm. feel that way now but i did then and yeah, uh she started doing some like kind of jedi moves to me with her fingers like you know when um when like the force lightning comes out of you know palpatine yeah i couldn't remember his name there for a second she was kind of doing that kind of shit to me and, and i was like oh man she's gonna put a spell on me like this is crazy so then a minute later i rolled my ankle and my knee, so you know, um, in, it's not as common in in, in, the, in Canada, but our American listeners will know that the, and I guess in, in cities it's like this too, but you know how there's like sewer drains that are like built into uh, the curb? On the side. Yeah. I just smacked my microphone. There's a little ASMR for you there. Um, and so I guess I wasn't paying attention. And when I was coming off of the sidewalk, I rolled my ankle in one of those grates so I went down hard, man, and I smashed my knee, my right knee, uh, into a like into the ground, and I started bleeding everywhere. And then as I was trying to get back up because it was raining, did, I did you then yell, be like, "This is hardcore"? No, I didn't. I rolled oh, okay. into a puddle, so my my Ew. knee was busted open, and I probably I needed stitches, one hundred and ten percent, and I then put my knee into dirty Philadelphia sewer water, which is gross. So what did I do? Well, I went to Wawa and I got a hoagie and I just put a Band-Aid on it because I was a stupid teenager and was like, I don't need help. So anyways, we get back to Canada like a few days later and my, the, it's on my right knee. It starts to go like a purpley black color. And I'm like, "Mm, this isn't good. Mm-mm. nope 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 and robin was in pre-health like we had just started dating so she wasn't like working in that industry just yet and uh 
she ends up being like you know what i think you should go to the er like rvh you should go get checked out so we go to rvh and they're like yeah you have a staph infection and if this got any worse you could have died within a week <laughs> so oh my then i had to go on antibiotics and i had to go to uh, the hospital every day to get an iv to clear the infection out of my body i was off work for like a week and a half and robin took care of me the whole time and i was like fuck i gotta marry this woman because she's taking care of me and remember like a week before my wedding i had that accident at the cottage and i busted my knee up and had to get stitches in my knee it was the same knee. same knee and the reason that i it broke open so easily is because i was supposed to get stitches the first time and then i ended up getting stitches a week before i got married and walked down the aisle with <laughs> stitches in my knee and stitches in my head so in your head yeah <laughs> Uh, oh, you know that story. That's a great story, but uh, you've heard that one already. But anyways, so yeah, I've got some trauma in Philadelphia, man. But I'll tell you this. Kevin Hayes was, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty or 50-50 or whatever the expression is. But Kevin Hayes was, in my opinion, the best free agent signing of this past season. And it's hard to beat that, man. <laughs> Wait. Today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Top three. No, but Hayes was two seasons ago, wasn't he? I don't remember. Yeah, he was. So you could say that season. Okay. Perfect. So I stand. I stand by what I said. Or was that Tavares? No, that would have been JT. It doesn't matter. He's the best signing in the Metropolitan Division, aside from. He's the best signing in Pennsylvania, (laughs) in Western Pennsylvania or Eastern Pennsylvania. Has Pittsburgh had any good? agent signings recently i don't think so uh, no yeah so i stand by my point <laughs> perfect but no he, he he, just, he's he's played so dude, well man everyone it was like everyone even like smart like flyers twitter was ragging on that contract immediately when it was signed yeah just saw this dude that was like new york then he was traded to winnipeg at the deadline for like a package that people thought it was really big and then like free agent and i was like what he's getting like what was it six seven yeah seven, he's getting seven. Si- it was six by seven yeah it was like man why the fuck would you sign that and then now he's looked amazing and super worth it so good like holy fuck you know who else i i feel like and i completely forgot about this transaction but connor sherry went back to pittsburgh um after being traded yeah. to buffalo and now he's back did you see that goal he got like the first goal back the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a snipe, eh? I know. Ugh. It, was, it was good. It was, it was good nasty. to see. It was good to see hockey, hockey. Yeah, but like he's good. Hockey. Like that's a good, in my opinion. Like it's a, it's a good move for a guy like him, where, you know, he's playing with Gensel and and Crosby, and it, it just, it seems to be working. That's like the kind of magic that they need, right? Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting because, like, man, I. I think Pittsburgh's going to walk all over Montreal. It's going to be just inevitable. Not if um, Malkin's firing pizzas up the slot like he did on Hayes' goal. You see that? Yeah, I, but they'll figure that out. I, I like, mean, Montreal will have to do so much to, like... But it's also the playoffs, so you never know. But, yeah, man, they could easily just sweep it and then just be, like, done. Dude, and then Malkin's great. It'll be really interesting to get who's in the seeding and stuff. Yeah. Because um, with the round robin that's happening, but... Man, if it happens to be a, a Pittsburgh Philly like first round, all of August, that'll be pretty good television. I <laughs> Not think. really, but uh, man, 
Yeah, it'll be so good. That third line, to the point about Robertson, that was the best line in the entire in the entire game. Yeah. Like I, I, I go ahead, you go first. Like I think it was for Robertson's first shift or second shift. He got a takeaway. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sick. Okay. He did get crunched like, by Kulak, I think, though, on one of the plays, yeah. which is expected, but whatever. And then Muzzin like destroyed uh Whoever that fucking oh dude, that, that was dude. like that <laughs> was like some that. schoolyard bullying stuff. I never man. heard of that dude before. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? he's <laughs> played yeah. in Laval the last. He doesn't. He doesn't exist anymore. So no, absolutely. When he like just dummied him, I was like, <laughs> Carter, I'm gonna do this to you if you don't answer the next time I call you. Oh my god, maybe he's just um, upset because the Habs lost and he's not answering the phone. Maybe. Um. What did you think of uh, Kerfoot and Kapanen on that line? I thought they were flying. Well, Kerfoot, that was the best game I ever seen him play. Yeah, it's easy to say that Kerfoot's good because he scored two goals, and now people are talking about Kerfoot's like, oh, actually, I was wrong the whole season. He's great after the game that he scored two goals. But uh, it's a small sample I, size. But when he used to play in Harvard, um, you know, obviously college hockey, um, John he was a. Over here. Yeah, well, I was eating Thin Mints. Remember earlier when I had food in my mouth? I was eating Thin Mints. Oh, my God. So it's topical. Um, but when he played for Harvard, there was a, an aspect of his game where he was creating space for himself. He's not a big guy. He's only 5'10", 5'11", maybe. Yeah. And I felt like he was kind of a perimeter guy this season with the Leafs. Like, he was never below the hash marks. He wasn't making those types of plays. Um, and I know he was playing center for a bit, and you know that that uh, was or, a wing, I mean, playing a Hyman, wing rather, yeah, yeah, and it and it didn't always feel like a fit. But that line, I think, is going to fly, man. They're such a talented third line. I thought Kapanen played well, and I'm loving the fact that Kapanen's adding a little bit of jam to his game. Um, you know, yeah, I'm not the biggest Kapanen fan. I've kind of gone, gone on record of that, but it's like I think if he can match up to in a line where his asset his skill yeah will be highlighted and complimentary to if it's like robertson's not to use like a very cliche hockey word but tenacity Mm -hmm. um it just describes him well um and then it's kerfoot who kind of is that like stabling guy like that stable guy down the middle and then if they could use captain speed and ability to sometimes shoot the puck back in the back of the net um and enter the zone basically um then yeah it'll be interesting like i think robertson fits on this team really well yeah i think he is someone that they don't have really like they have players that have his skills but not all in the same package it's basically it's basically if hyman had hands and what had and like Mm, honestly Hyman's hands have gotten much better over the last couple of years. Uh, he made some well, plays his, this past season that were like, yeah, okay, but his, come on. his finishing ability on the PK man, just saying. Okay, but anyways, I think I think Robertson deserves on this team. But I was like, but it's not to. It's a fine balance. Like everything is to not get super hyped up that he's gonna if he does go just pointless through Columbus series or something. Then don't be like super disappointed and he'll make the plays that like will get gift on twitter because it's leaf's twitter but like true um oh my voice um 
getting a little raspy, getting a little emotional because Nick Robertson. Uh, but That's my I, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just yeah, I think there's a it's a fine line of kind of getting hyped up for Robertson seeing it out. I don't know. Maybe he'll they'll maybe Keith will just rotate it through the series and see like he'll might sit a game instead of and ha- play both Gauthier and Engvall yeah. a game and just see because it's not or break it kind of decision yeah yeah and i think the way that they're you know the way that they've built out their bottom six is the third line has been primarily still a skill line right um and you know their fourth line to a degree can be built like a skill line as well yeah um, if they do like a spezza engvall enter whoever yeah malgan yeah like whatever they've got that way they can make it happen um i guess it was just disheartening that you know people were immediately like oh he's too young he's not this and i'm thinking like you've seen the salary cap for the next few years yeah like and they're they're getting sorry but like is this doesn't count as a year no it doesn't and he's what he's making 810 grand or something against the cap like he's not even making like the is that that for sure is that for sure this year i I haven't looked on cap friendly in so long but, but, but this would be like, like, we talked about it before. Like, I guarantee we're going to start seeing these guys on ELCs that are not necessarily like, you know, like, for example, Detroit, all these years, they've been just having guys sit and, and marinate in Grand Rapids. Like, that's not going to happen anymore. They're not going to, well, I mean, Detroit might have the cap space, but a lot of teams yeah. aren't, right? And I think, that, like, I genuinely in my heart believe that that's, that that's going to be more and more of a commonplace. And, you know, obviously I'm a Leafs fan and, and, you know, there's a Homer part in me that's like, yeah, let's get Nick Robertson in, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, that's a very real reality, right? Like, there's no way he's going back to the Peets next year. Like, he could, no. but there's no chance. Like, it's not going to happen, no, right? And that, sh- that layers into the AHL agreement. And, you know, like, I am a firm believer that, like, if a guy ages out of the CHL or they're too good for the CHL... They have to have something, right? And you're seeing some guys, you know, especially some of the Euros and, and, and some of the Russian players go back to the KHL for a year, right? Like we're going to see Korshkov do that because there's so much uncertainty around what's going to happen next for him and, and other guys in the AHL. But um, anyways, that's, that's well, especially kind of on the point. Especially if the European leagues are starting, oh, like what did I see? I think the SHL starting in like September, yeah, like their new like season, that. they want to start like like that. So, and if the schedule is December, then it's like three months of them still doing the off season or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, might as well go over it's there. It's gonna happen. Did you watch the uh, the Florida or pardon me, the Oilers and the Flames game? No, I went to bed because I w- I had to wake up in the morning early. You but, didn't uh, miss much. Calgary is just completely unimpressive, and I, I believe yeah. that they will be they will be done. In yeah, a week. I, I don't see them doing much. <laughs> they got to blow it up, man. Straight up, they got to blow it up, and that pains me to say that because there are guys on Calgary that I really like. Um, they got it. They got to blow up the core. I think. And I know some at some points I've like disagreed with that. Like it's like oh they're young enough that you could just keep on going, and like if anyone's shown it, like St. Louis has yeah. like shown to like kind of keep it together. But again, St. Louis yeah. traded Oshi. They traded Bacchus. They traded away, yeah. or they just let Bacchus walk or whatever. But like they, they just got, got a, rid of. 
they got to do something with some of their core guys, right? Like whether they move on from Monaghan. I don't want them to move on from Gaudreau, but Gaudreau would net them so much, obviously, that you've got to like thing. at least explore it. Um, I think they should, watch they should explore it with every, everyone pretty much that's like yeah. over the age of 21. Yeah, Giordano Just too. See what's essentially. up. Oh, Giordano yeah. on another team would look so fucking weird, dude. Hundred percent. But like, I I just they're the team that I've steadily like over the last probably year I've been really down on. Yeah, just they're just not impressive at all. They not traded Dougie, and that's bit. fucking why. You know who they else deserve to lose? Uh, was was really really unimpressive the last couple of days? Florida. Uh, yeah, Mike Matheson. Dude, that contract. Did bug. you watch any of that? No, because I'm not watching the Panthers. Oh, okay, well, there's people like I'm not. Me. I think Panthers Islanders. I'll be like desperate if I'm watching that. Yeah, like I, mean, I watched both I teams play, play yesterday. Yeah, and I will tell you that Florida, and it it as you guys know, I am numero uno Cats fan. They <laughs> were bad. They were really bad. I could have told you that. And I know it's an exhibition game, <clears throat> but that Bobrovsky contract, bro, it's Florida is so bad. <laughs> just I don't up. know, man. They should blow it it's, up. It's uh, it's 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 a little nerve wracking to say the least. They just I don't even know what to make of like that whole team. If we're just going team by team, I guess. But man, like, I don't know. Like I, if they're bad now, like. Well, I just think that they're they're like Bobrovsky should be better. So like, why isn't he? He's just not. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know I get that he's shown stuff in the past, but something must be nagging him. Like, there's got to be something. He immediately just turned into shit. Like they just like. Likes... But that's the problem. They can't afford to not have him as a ten million dollar goalie. And I know that that's like <laughs> ridiculous because. Kid. Sam Mont- Sam Sam Montembeau is a great goalie. Like I love Sam Montembeau. I think uh, they got Chris Dreger as well, or Dreger. I can't remember how to say his name. Yeah, and who's the uh, one that they drafted high? Oh, Spencer Knight. Yeah, yeah like they've got goaltending. Like Spencer Knight's going to be like their goaltender of the future for sure. Uh, and they've got great pieces. They got Denisenko signed his his uh, ELC yeah. recently. You know, like I like Florida. I, I think that they, they have that there's a lot team. of promise. Yeah, Heponiemi. Yeah, they've got they got a lot of Finnish prospects. That's kind of their thing. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's it was it was a bummer, right? And and like Matheson is a player that that you know I wasn't super like I didn't follow him super super closely, and of course he signed that ticket, and I was like, I hope they know what they're doing. And and I, obviously one game is not is not nothing, but like if I was his coach. I'd be like, hey, so like, where was the compete level on three of these goals? Like, you were literally on the ice for every goal. So tell me, like, what happened here? And he also tried to do this head fake at the blue line when he's the <laughs> only guy back there. And I'm not like a hashtag hockey analytics hashtag hockey ta- like, tactics guy. But I'm telling you for free. I yeah, I am. But. I'll tell you for free. You cannot do a head fake move if A, you're not skilled enough to do it, but B, be the only guy back. Because obviously he turned it over and uh, I don't know, man. It's it's 
not good. I'd like to take my helicopter and, and pick up Aaron Eckblad and be like, I'll take you wherever you want, buddy. <laughs> Come back to Barry, baby. Come back to Barry, yeah. Dude, but, I remember those rumors about him to, in the Leafs, and I was like, oh. Dude, I love Eckblad. And I mean, obviously, like, he's when he played in Barry, he was a god in Barry, man. Everyone's but, a god uh, in Barry. Yeah, Tanner Pearson's a god in Barry. Like yeah, Michael Hutchinson. Michael Hutchinson, Alex Burmistrov. Yeah. Shall I continue? Like, Andres at the CU. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pietrangelo. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of some other. Uh, Svechnikov. Yeah. Hey, he was pretty good in Barry. Just a little bit. Um, we had a period of time where we had these these three Russians in Barry, and they were like unstoppable the russian three the berry russian three yeah well we had uh we had kirill nizhnikov who's playing in shawinigan i think he's had a bit of an up and down kind of go with things but um we had uh svechnikov and i'm gapping on the third one i know we traded nizhkanov to sudbury for sokolov he's a uh minnesota prospect i'm kind of just like i love this content (laughs) prospect guy what's up uh Um, oh god um but um yeah did you watch uh, speaking of minnesota oh yeah oh we actually should talk about dale howard chuck is that where you were going no i was gonna say dale talent should be fired but it's okay let's talk about dale howard chuck (laughs) instead god bless um we found out well yeah it's such an awful scenario man like his cancer is back um i'm i'm like honestly devastated dude it's such a terrible thing and we we wish him a speedy recovery here and hope everything works out for him and his family dale talon yeah i don't think is getting fired (laughs) (laughs) bro that'd be so bad i don't know he just doesn't do anything like he's not done nothing well He's had his moments. Yeah, like 20 years ago. Okay, fine. Be that way. He's did just... you watch um Did you watch uh like any of the games yesterday like the Avalanche and Wild or Uh yeah, I Caps watched and Canes. I watched both of them. I was dual screening a little bit. Um, a little dual screen guy. I, I eh? missed I missed those uh those days of uh sitting at yeah. the sitting at the office just watching four games at the fucking same time. Um, I did yesterday so that I could watch the Islanders and Rangers game, but that game was pretty boring, TBH. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Uh, the Caps Caps game was good. Caps game was good. I watched Caps games and Avs Wild yesterday. That was it. Yeah, Avs um, and, Av, and Wild was, was a good game too. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, you watched the late night game at all? No, I had to wake up early. I got to get my yeah. view to sleep, man. I'm trying to remember. I know, like Avs Wild highlights. This is really bad preparing. But did Burrow Kofsi score? No, Dogskoy scored. Okay, I'm totally remembering that game wrong. I mean, I he think... might have scored. Let me double check. No, he didn't. Okay. Dogskoy, McKinnon, and Landeskog. And Landeskog oh, was the McKinnon goal, goal. Was like a tap in. And the McKinnon, the McKinnon one was, was gross. Was it was like the Sherry one we talked about earlier where he burned the D-man yeah. on the outside and popped a top shell. Dude, he's so fucking sick. McKinnon's unreal. He's, Honestly, like, he's, holy fuck. Yeah. It's, I know, uh, like, did, that's the last thing. It's like saying, like, 
dude, guess what? LeBron James, he's Have sick. you heard? He's yeah, so he's sick. so good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what are your thoughts on Kubalik in, uh, in Chicago? It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. He's he, good. He's a finisher. I mean, we did not talk about him at all when we were doing our yeah, trophy he's fucking video old. in the last episode. Yeah, he's old. I know that. Old. But he's impressive, man. He's... He's something. I know. He's the real deal. I think Chicago, uh, I hate that Chicago is like just getting all these free agents and be like, oh yeah, they're good. Sorry. But yeah, I'm, yeah, Chicago is, I think, I think they're going to go five. Oh, hold, it's going to be on, so sorry, dramatic. There's... So let's talk about, let's do a revamp of like after watching these teams getting first. Yeah. I know it's different now, but is there anything you want to change about your initial predictions? I don't know what they are, but do you feel different about a team now? Um, not really. The only, and I don't even remember who I chose in the, in the Calgary. It's Calgary and Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, think I chose Winnipeg Peg. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Peg City, baby. Uh, yeah. I, I thought Winnipeg played great last night. Um, Blake Wheeler has now moved into top five most handsome captains oh, in the dude, league. That hair, that beard. He's a I fucking mean, horse. He's always been a handsome fella, but I mean, some of us can pull it off and some of us cannot. So, good for him. Him and okay, um, and while we're talking about player looks, Duncan Keith, low key, he looks like yeah. a Azalea dying lead singer, but wouldn't put out a hit on his wife. But yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, good, 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 uh, good, good. No, but he looks sick. Long hair suits him. I think a lot of like, long agrees. hair suits you. Yeah, Puck was like, fuck yeah, boys. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works. I, I, I think it works. I don't know. Do you feel like you'd change any of your predictions? I think Edmonton Chicago is I'm just going to turn my light. I'm going to turn a light on. Hold on a second. Well, How do you feel about your predictions? Uh, so as we talk about predictions, uh, I think Edmonton Chicago is a lot closer than people are making out. And I, I initially made out. I think Chicago might push it to five. And then a Judo's. Um, I think it'll be interesting to watch how, like, the depth on that in that series, because obviously we know that playoff series kind of expose any weakness. Um, yeah. So Edmonton's like bottom six versus Chicago's bottom six. I think I feel more confident about Chicago. Um, yeah, I can see that. So, like, especially that blue line, like. You could kind of go either way. Eh, not really. I think Edmonton has a better blue line. I'm yeah. Trying to think. I mean, well, now now I, that Brent Seabrook's not playing, maybe that's a plus. For I Chicago. might flip flop on um, on the Preds a little bit. Yeah. So you're. I so think, I'm right. Well, I just feel like maybe we were too hard on them. Because I know we've kind of carved the Dude. Preds a little bit. They're gonna kill like the Coyotes. Yeah, well, I just, I, I've been thinking a lot about it, and realistically, like, if Yossi and, um, and Ellis, sorry, it took me a minute, I was like, ah, I know he's short, he's got a beard, he's a ginger, I think. If Ryan Ellis and, and Yossi, like, I think the, both of those players could be game breakers, personally. Um, I They're two of the top ten defensemen, so yeah the league 100 percent, and i don't feel great about their forward depth 
but, but all you need but, sorry make your point no go ahead make your point i'll add to it later because i'll probably no, no no i just i feel like you know there's there's guys that have it right like for example you remember tourists a few years ago like his last kind of go ahead with with ottawa where he okay. was like not a number one center but like you know he played one on a tv show once you know what i mean like he can kind of is that an expression i don't know that's good kind of kind of talking out of my ass a little bit here but like he knows he, the, he knows he, a, he was the essence of a first line center yeah like he could be one when there wasn't one right i feel the same way about ryan johansson where it's like it's there like you've seen flashes in columbus and yeah you've seen a little bit of flash in nashville but it's it's there right so like could they be motivated enough to to do that right and then when i look at arizona i kind of feel the same way where it's like kessel could turn it on he's been pretty good in the playoffs before kemper can turn it on he's pretty good one of the probably top 10 goalies in the league right is that a hot take yeah (laughs) oh he he's been good the last few years right yeah he's been solid right but like okay of course all I'm saying is that there's not star power in the same way with that series that we see in other series, aside from Yossi and Ellis. Um, but I'm, that is one that I could see going differently because I'm like 90% sure that I said that Arizona was going to win. I'm flipping flopping on that one a little bit. This is going to sound very like hockey media mainstream-ish, but... If if the shoe fits, wear it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm I am white, a white straight male. Um, there it is. But if like anyone could use a break, I think it's the National Predators forwards that they could just hit reset and just be like, okay, that season's behind us. Yeah. Where they they all kind of collectively failed. I'll give you underperformed, that. Okay. and then okay. they can now reset and who knows maybe Turn they'll the just maybe they'll bit. just continue on being shit and this is yeah. this will not be a story but i think all they need is like a couple guys aligned to be hot and that back yeah. end and the goalie depth that they have will sort itself out okay all right i think yeah i, I mean they could, they could go pretty yeah. deep and i don't like them as a franchise but and i don't like yeah just Jerseys. Are you at a? Let, let me ask you an honest question, and I will be unfiltered here. Okay. As you would come to expect from this podcast, do are you more in favor of Arizona losing because of everything that's gone on with Chica in the last week? Uh. Because I feel myself kind of turning on them a little bit, and Tim skip this part buddy <laughs> i i'm kind of turning on them a little bit to be very honest i i just don't know how i feel about them because i guess we could kind of dive into chica now but uh i feel like kind of both like i feel the turn on chica that i've seen recently and like this it was more hidden in like mm-hmm. the realms of like stats twitter and stuff of like people that knew that Chaco wasn't really a analytics GM. He wasn't one of them because his work was always in the private sector and it wasn't ever like 
able to be part of a community he was always he just sold data that was his gig sure maybe he can i just quickly interject something really quickly is that i i agree with you but i think that it is convenient that one so the analytics crowd in my opinion is like he's not us like he, he was never like us he he never he he was always in the private sector his 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 work was not really readily available for anybody any of the smart people to kind of comb through you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i feel like the shoe would be on the other foot if the coyotes have had more success in the last several years because i feel like those same people would be like one of us one of us it's worked like look like all of all of the things that you kind of poo-pooed us when you know you get a more like analytics centric kind of gm comes into the the picture right where it's like i feel like everyone's kind of turning on him because they were like see it doesn't work but i think if it had worked they would have been like Oh, see, it does I, work. I think. You know what I mean. I think the people that would know would know. It's kind of that thing, like if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they just wouldn't say anything if the cutters were successful, and like kind of the people that have been grasping onto Stats Twitter, like I pretty yeah. much have for my entire time, because I'm definitely not part of that community. Um, I just follow. You could write for hockey. You could write for hockey graphs though if you worked hard. Enough, I'm, I'm like labeled by like I'm like. <laughs> it's funny like being like kind of trying to be self-aware but it's like the stuff that i was writing at yahoo people were like how do you know this about like numbers and stuff and i was explaining to like people that write hockey prefer professionally about yeah. like expected goals i was explaining that yeah so that's like and like mainstream that'd be like oh this guy knows his shit but like to people mm-hmm. that actually do like no i am a dumbass you know yeah, like, I, I'm just like the, I'm not like my, thing, but like what? So what I'm saying yeah. is like, I think people that would know that Chaka like and know that kind of business, yeah, is whatever, and also it kind of exposed a lot. Like Micah, Micah McCurdy, um, hockey viz, obviously, um, he recently put out when Chaka was there it was like, I like the Arizona Coyotes are one of the count like one of the teams that like wanted me to work for free for them like just and just ghosted me shady do you not do you not see that i did not yeah you let me let me pull this up you you yeah yeah while you're pulling it up and and i think i'm not you know like in the minority here like i feel like a lot of people feel this way and if i'm wrong i'm wrong that's fine I'll, i'll eat that here's my thing about that is you know we've had some pretty smart guests on here before like one of our first guests was was Corey snyder at shutdown line he's pretty good he knows his shit great yep. dude uh definitely one of know, the community and, as i would say yeah 100 percent. and you know you know him and i had some good chats like prior to the podcast recording and you know i he, he never made me feel stupid when i asked questions about things i didn't understand and i think by and large that community uh it, you know is is good for that you know you got a question people will help you make sense of it right my process has always been can somebody show their work number one and number two could they explain it to me like if i was a complete idiot with some of this stuff and i wouldn't say that i'm like an amateur like you know most of the more commonly counted stats i know fairly well but you know can you show your work right 
and it, it it's it's delicate right because of course there are people that show their work on a day-to-day basis like like micah or like a sean tierney or like a Corey, or you know a handful of people at hockey graphs or you know like there's some very very intelligent people who are doing cool stuff like allison lukens another one that's that's oh, done yeah. some great stuff in the last few years right so like that stuff exists and it's great and the common thread there is not only do those people show their work, but they'll explain it to you in the sense that if you don't get it right away and some of us don't, it, there is an outlet for it to be explained and we're able to kind of use it in a practical way, right? Then there's this other sect of things where there's all of these kind of statistics or you know these companies that are you know further ahead that are, are doing kind of proprietary stuff and they're not sharing it with the world the difficult part is, is that there isn't anybody to say, well, how did you get to that conclusion? Can you explain it to me? Yeah. What a, is, is this work available? A, and, and I understand yeah. that it's a delicate balance because often these teams are hiring them as, as consultants or whatever, and that information is proprietary. I've even experienced a little bit of that in my time working in hockey, right? How, and that's totally cool. But the problem is with Chaika is that I don't think people really ever understood whether he was selling something that was real, that could be quantified, that could be understood, or if he was selling snake oil. You know what I mean? And the general consensus is, in my opinion, if you can't show your work, how do we know that you got there? And I know that Stathletes um, over the years have hired some brilliant people. Like Dom. I think uh, Dom, Dom yeah, Galamini. I don't yeah. know if he's still working there or not, but... You know, that was a guy who was, you know, his hero charts and stuff early on when I was kind of starting to understand it. Incredible work, but I understood it. And if people had questions or wanted to have a dialogue, he would have it, right? Mm -hmm. You get where I'm coming from, where it's like, if you can't show me it, I don't really buy it. And and the on ice, I'm not really buying it there either, right? like Like, whatever it was that you were doing that the general public couldn't know about, I'm not sure it's working. And I'm not sure that some of those contracts that were signed, again, I'm sorry, Tim, I'm not sure that the value's there. Like, I'm not sure that those make sense. And now they're in this cap situation where, figure it out. I don't know, you know, I don't know how much longer Steve Sullivan's going to, I know he's an interim GM, but Peter Shirelli isn't fixing that. (laughs) At least not right away. He knows how to trade away players. Um, Well, that's, that's a fact. Anyways, do you get where I'm coming yeah. from? Like, am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think we're, like, when Chica's time with Stathletes and this wonderful article that Jason Botcher wrote, um, part of the Athletes that he did, rest in peace, um, so good. he kind of knew that, like, Chica's were pretty much snake oil, and he publicly said it. He wasn't afraid of the backfire or backlash that, like, someone that I am kind of, like, I don't know. I don't want to step on any toes of anything. Um, but you know what? You know what I, I loved about that article, and you and I kind of did a bit of a deep dive into it a couple of days ago. Yeah. Is that not only was he not afraid to say it, but no one ever really backed up. Or, or sorry, what I mean is, is that no one ever said, "No, no, 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 no." Here, let me explain yeah, it to le- you. Yeah, like, exactly. No you're one really defend. And then right. Didn't say anything. It, it was just like exactly, and we don't need to get into the specifics of the way that that was Who handled by that organization. Yeah. But he mentioned but, he mentioned specifically this the Subin Weber trade 
that Stathlis prevented presented um, data to the Canadians that were in favor of the trade. And now it's kind of like it's hard to say now of what it is because of just like the on ice of Subban's decline and Weber's just staying at a level. But like Matt Peffer, who now works, I don't know how to say his last name. I think that's how you say it. Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer maybe. maybe. Yeah. He now works for Colorado Rapids, the MLS team. But uh, he was working with the Habs as like their only like kind of head of the analyst department, but pretty much one of their key guys. And he like was fired because of how much he disagreed. Basically, basically he was fired because of how much he disagreed with that trade and they went over his head. Um, yeah. And again, the hockey ops does hockey ops things, but like it's just that kind of thing where you can make data say what you want really. And like, um, right. It, we don't know the specific data that the Habs were told or, and like, or what they're seeing or what staff leads are really doing with tracking it and stuff. Um, if they're yeah. even doing that, but like, it's hard to really make opinion of a player that like, or a, make opinion of a company that we don't really know what they're doing. Like what? Well, are they, and maybe like, well, and if, if there was like, and, and you know what, I will eat this if I'm wrong, but if there was like an ounce of transparency, and I recognize that a lot of that is secretive. It's a competitive advantage. You pay for a consulting company to come in. Like you're, you're not expected to share that to everybody. And I know that it might seem like I'm speaking out of two sides of my mouth here, right? But like, we got to see something. Like yeah. we got to understand what the process looks like. And you know what? Especially I may with be so much, a different... especially with so much free shit already. Like I paid ten yeah. bucks a month, five bucks to Evolving Hockey, five bucks to Micah at Hockey Biz, and I could see yeah. like charts. I could see like everything that i need of like i literally have access to the to the nhl's play-by-play like of their tracking and i could go and that's how i'd made my gifts and stuff of for articles i would go to evolving wilds play-by-play they would have sorted if it was a if it was like an expected goal value they would have it sorted and then i'd go to that be like oh this was this was a good chance of that hyman i wrote a hyman article or whatever and then I'd go to yeah. that game and watch it and then clip it, boom. Like I Yeah. That was some access that I had because I paid five bucks a month. And like if you could if they were part of that community or if they were part of that kind of business, then I don't know what's so different about what I have. And clearly it didn't make it like you said before, it didn't make a noticeable change on the ice. Because there's no because easily like, and- if anyone had access to like any of those charts or data that is publicly yeah. available, they would have not signed fucking Dvorak to that huge deal or whatever. Like, Well, and at least we'd be able to look at it and be like, okay, this makes sense, right? Or like, and, or like see where like Nick Schmaltz is a super streaky guy. Like he's going right. on a hot streak and they traded for him and they traded Perlini and um, fucking Strom for it, who was just had a down like and yeah. weird data like whatever like it's so it's it's tricky because like it it it's kind of like no no one lays claim to him really in the sense that i don't know it's 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 one of those things and and like i started to kind of say a few minutes ago it's like maybe i'm singing a different tune when he's got a press release and you know we find out he is going to the devils or the ownership group there and he's gonna maybe have you know a little bit more of a pull with the 76ers and that crystal 
what are they called? Crystal. What's the ML or the Premier League team that 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 ownership company has? What? Oh, you obviously don't follow football, bro. <laughs> Crystal Palace or Crystal something? Crystal, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, Crystal Palace. Oh, they yeah, own a soccer yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the fucking sorry. help, there, buddy. I was struggling. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but you know what I mean. And if that comes out, great. But like, ex- explain it, right? And I, I recognize that we're as fans probably not owed an explanation but like i'm sorry arizona puts out this press release that's like he quit on the team and it's like okay well now i feel like i'm owed something yeah right <laughs> like if it was amicable and it was you know like how a lot of these things go where you know what contract contracts up it's expired we're not you know we're not retaining you whatever um fair enough but like now now i'm I'm interested. You know what I mean? Like, what's the T, John? Yeah. It's what's the like, T, John Chaika? Come on. You can see it from both sides. Like, if Chaika truly did what the all the Coyotes say, said, that was basically like he saw this opportunity that reportedly was going to pay him like six times his salary as GM that yeah. he was currently making. And then he went wanted to go to that. And then, like, it just didn't work out. Or I don't know what the detail was. I just, like, I want the other side of the story. Is yeah. that fair? Like, I like, just kind of want to know. So I can form an opinion because now I still feel like I'm a bit scrambled. Yeah, and then I'm kind of glad that this kind of whole situation brought it up again of like what to really trust with stuff. And you know it's always a business, so there'll always be stuff like the Chekas that are there. And I wouldn't go as far as like as people have called them grifters of just like seeing an opportunity to make money on this trendy thing and then like create a company that like sells well, data absolutely and like u- using because, whatever but well and the chaikas own several wendy's franchises and if they were smart they would have invested that into mary brown's yeah exactly do you know what i mean yeah so um <laughs> oh, no all jokes aside i think we should probably get tim on at some point because i'm sure he's got some he's some got thoughts. he's got stuff to say but he's yeah. always got stuff to say. Anyways, Preds and four. <laughs> okay, glad <laughs> that it took us that long to land on that. Um, anything else on your mind these days, buddy? We probably want to wrap it up here shortly. Um, there's nothing really. Hockey's starting again, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's positive. Uh, How, what do you what think are your about thoughts uh, around? Oh. Uh, okay, yeah, you ask me something. What do you think about the presentation, like on the TV? Oh, I think it's cool. Yeah, I love it. I don't it. really have an issue with it. I know a lot of people were like, fake noise sucks. And I'm thinking like, dude, when I'm hearing like the play-by-play and Chris Cuthbert is a big get for Sportsnet, um, I'm good. I don't really, I, to be honest, aside from the fact that the goal reactions are a little delayed because we're not seeing fans, everything else is fine, in yeah. my opinion. It is weird that like, and I noticed this a lot with baseball too, of watching it it's like you know that it's some guy behind the booth that's like controlling all these sounds but it's like certain yeah. plays be like they wouldn't like cheer like that for that like i remember watching the jays game and it was like i think it was like a pop-up for an out and they're like yeah. they're the home team so like it was home team cheer and they're like cheering and i was like that's just like a standard like just a play, just an out. Like I don't think they'd be cheering yeah. for that. Like an inning is over, they'd be like, "Okay, inning's over." 
Yeah, right? <laughs> like, Dude, I... Yeah, I haven't really had any moments like that. I know that they've played, like, the wrong goal horn and stuff for certain teams, and, like, that's kind of funny to me. But, but um, um, I don't know. I wish they had an option. Wise, like, so, I'm happy with it. I think it's cool. Yeah, with the Premier League, um, DAZN has an option to play it with just the stadium sound. Yeah. Like, I've just, heard that, So, yeah. man, that would be so sweet. But I know that NHL wouldn't do that because, obviously, it would just be, like, slurs, but... So many chirps. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But, uh... Are you good with it though? You're enjoying it. Yeah, I go. I I haven't really noticed the like the new 360 cam, whatever, a lot. Yeah. Except sometimes where I'm like, oh, you're that like is a camera on top of the ice. I see now. I like that overhead camera. It's, it's I different. think it's kind of cool. I think it makes the players think, yeah. look slower though. It does. But I was like watching a know, game. I was like, he, that dude looks really slow. But it's also like I like so it. Like, okay. If you're using you know like RinkNet or or you know any of those types of software to cut clips um you're able to see where the play starts and ends and i think that's really cool from that perspective um, i would like considering yeah as someone that does as the what the fuck was that that was siri she was like mm-hmm, i agree with you chris your opinions are always right killer uh anyways uh fuck what was i gonna say as the resident soccer watcher I always do like seeing like as more zoomed out camera. Like I hate in hockey that you can't see sometimes like the full offensive zone or like all yeah. five players. And then I think yeah. I feel like it gets it takes a lot out. Like you can't see formations or the tactics really of like and I enjoy seeing that shit, but like I know it's pure entertainment so you want to see like the close up yeah. camera or whatever, but like in basketball you could see the whole zone. You could see all 10 players at the same time right and then no i like, agree i think it's see, cool like, to... the movement and stuff but like in hockey unless it's like a power play unless it's like yeah. set up in the zone for a while like if it's a neutral zone through but you don't see like the winger always like sometimes you're just watching the game and you, all you see is the two defensemen in their own zone with the puck and then yeah. like starting the breakout but it's like i want to see like where the wingers are positioned or like how they're positioned against the opposing like well, like, yeah. Yeah, you want, I want like, a little that. bit more that way. No, I feel the same way. Um, what do you think about uh, Mike Babcock going oh, to uh, the Vermont? U of V? Yeah. It's just another white dude that gets a third chance. <laughs> like, really? I mean, I think it'll be interesting there i don't know like um, i know that when it happened i said that like you probably shouldn't work in hockey ever again but like you know, i expected worse that like an nhl team would just pick him up but or they'll just wait a little bit yeah i don't i know he's going as uh an advisor and he's going as a volunteer so he's not being paid for it i mean we wouldn't really have any way of knowing if he was but under the table yeah i mean I think it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see him as, like, an assistant or an associate coach in the way that, like, I just kind of always got the vibe that he likes to run the full bench and not really yeah. give very much up to his assistant or associate it'll, coaches. Yeah, so. I'll just be seeing something to kind of keep an eye on, I guess. Yeah, well, and uh, Mark yeah, Stewart's there too, eh? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which I think is interesting in that sense. Like, you know, he was... Uh, you know, Winnipeg Jet for quite a long time, and I know he played in, in Boston and Atlanta as well. And yeah, it's 
it'll be interesting, right? The only other thing I wanted to chat about was uh, Jesse Pugliarvi maybe coming back to the Oilers. Is that a thing? I haven't read anything about it. Yeah, I was reading about it recently. So I guess now that Ken Holland and Dave Tippett are in the picture, he's kind of warming up a little bit uh, in that sense. So he's been in Carpat uh, in in the Finnish Liga, and he had a pretty good season. He had yeah. uh, 53 points in 56 games. Um, and I think a lot of his issues with was, was with Chiarelli and, and was with Ken Hitchcock. Um, you know, and obviously playing in the AHL when he felt that he deserved to be, you know, a little bit higher up on the totem pole. Yeah, but, I think he's a top um, six NHLer, I think, no matter what. So he just needs to yeah, be Yeah, I think so too, right but he needs to... He needs to either find chemistry on McDavid's line or he needs to find chemistry on uh, on Dreisaitl's line, right? Like, I think a line of Yamamoto, Dreisaitl, and Puliarvi would be pretty gross. Yeah. Yamamoto played pretty well um, on that Edmonton game that you didn't watch either, but he, he's an interesting guy to keep a, an eye on. Yeah, didn't he spend... How many, how many games did he play this year? I'm not positive, but I know he was he was playing Bakersfield for a little bit too. Yeah, Yeah. I think I watched his debut, Um, and then I don't know. But we'll see. I believe Edmonton is still fighting over um, why Broberg got the nod uh, and uh, Bouchard not, and Bouchard didn't. Yeah, exactly. I still yeah, as a very minute thing that I care about, which is the Edmonton Oilers. um, Yeah, I think Bouchard should get the chance, but whatever. Because he's a London yeah. Knight, right? You're right. Go Knights, go. You always take the Canadian guy over the Swedish guy, right? Yeah. As I do in my entire life. And they'll be like, but Broberg played in the Alsvenskan. That's not even the SHL, dude. Come on, dude. That's second tier Swedish pro hockey. <laughs> did, did he get regulated? Regulated. <laughs> Regulators! Okay, let's get the hell out yeah. of here, bro. I got to get up early tomorrow. Yeah, me too. How early do you have to get up? Six. Well, I have to get up at 5.30, so. I got to get up, go for a jog. I'm saying that in air quotes because sometimes I jog and sometimes I speed walk. And then I got to have a shower and go to work. That sounds fun. Ew, you're so dumb. Oh my god. I need to get off this podcast. Can you please send me the audio so I can edit it before I go to bed? Bye. Bye. They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. Can't none of them see him if they going straight down for pound. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head. I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. I glance in the cut.